yo, yo. Welcome to another episode of Fuck Your Feelings. I'm your host, Brunson. Got a couple of fellas on the line. Smitty to my right. We actually in the space together. I got Brandon back for the third time because he loved doing this shit and he's just crazy as hell. And then all the way from Detroit City, none other than Marico himself. <laughs> AKA Maverick. BKA, the hot nigga on this block. Give it up to Phil. Everybody round the ball, Phil. Round the ball, Phil. He did the first couple of episodes and he dropped off. I know. He just went and disappeared on us. He went and walked the, walked the earth. All right, fellas. How y'all doing today? Doing great, yo. I'm all right. That's what's up. That's what's up. Y'all ready to do this thing? Yeah, we're ready. There's Smitty get out his nose. <laughs> well, don't nobody know that <laughs> you didn't bring it up. <laughs> so, listen, first topic of the day. We're going to speak on Miss Ellen DeGeneres. I like to dance around on my TV show and have the people and help out the community. She mm-hmm. probably a little slack this week, and that was because she was sitting next to say what? Slack. Slack? Slack. She called Slack. African. What does that have to do with anything? Pan-African. Anyway, so she got a little flat in regards to her sitting next to former President George W., right? George W. Bush. George H.W. dead. You said who? No, George he's not, not. George H.W. Bush is dead. When he died. Oh, my. Uh, oh. Like last year? No. Or earlier part of this year. Actually, early part of this year. Because Barbara Bush died last year, and he died earlier part of this year. We had a whole big funeral. Yeah. He died right around the yeah. You're right. Yeah, I understand right. what you're talking about. Somebody's been dead 11 months, but. I'm trying to figure out what this guy. Can I finish? He said, he... which one? Yeah. Can I get back? <laughs> Can I get back to what I was saying? Yes. So, in regards to this topic that we're discussing today, not his daddy, we're talking about him. Mm-hmm. His daddy did. Like, like we are talking about not 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 a game, well, not 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 a game, the game that I love. You talking about practice? <laughs> so, listen. So she caused she she got some trouble because people didn't feel that because of her political affiliation, the things she do in the community, that she shouldn't have been sitting against, sitting with uh, George W. Bush. And she came out and made a statement like, listen, I have friends all over the world, different uh, backgrounds, different political affiliations, and that shouldn't have to represent who I sit next to or who I interact with. Mm-hmm. Mark Ruffalo, Mr. Hulk himself, came out and said, listen, I don't care. You shouldn't be sitting next to him until he paid for his war crimes that he had from starting the war. Let me know what what is some of y'all feelings in regards to this. Phil, you you new to the show? Start off for us. Let me know what's your feelings. Um, what your feelings? I don't care about your goddamn feelings. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> Initially, I didn't care because I didn't know because I don't read fluff news stories. But that's just me. Um, but I guess now that I know about it. I still don't really care. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just being honest. 
Um, as it pertains to having friends that have different viewpoints, I mean, I think that's the only healthy way to live. If everyone in your circle agrees and has the same ideologies, then where's the growth? When, when, who do you learn from if all of you guys have the exact same, you know what I'm saying, beliefs or whatever? So True. As, as far as that's concerned, then I don't think there's anything wrong with it. But as far as the comment, like he should pay for his war, his war crimes and all of that. Y'all know I got a bunch of theories on who should pay for what when it comes to government officials or whatnot. And we won't discuss that on the podcast. So no, no, tell us about it. Tell us about it. <laughs> no, we won't discuss that on the podcast. Come on, man. Fuck people's feelings. Tell us. Let us know. Oh, there's more than feelings involved with this. <laughs> Preach. This is the least of concerns. Preach. Um, so my thought is I agree with Ellen's like rebuttal to every all the people give gave her gave her crap, right? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Phil and I disagreed on the same thing. Like why 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 I gotta have an extra comment? <laughs> Fuck you, Brandon. Uh so, why I I grew I have to I have to reiterate Phil's point like that you gotta have you gotta have a diverse background of friends because it, it, having a diverse background of friends with different ideologies helps expand uh, expand your thinking and also keeps you sharp on 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 your own viewpoints right so if you sharply disagree. Next time you see that person, you're like, hey, hey I got back hey, to back you I, up. I'm not sorry to interrupt you, Smitty, but could somebody say what she actually said? Oh yeah, sure. So she she basically said that um that she got different friends. She has she has friends. She's friends with all kind with every different type of people. Um, she regardless said of George their, Bush and I are friends, right? She yeah, did. she did. Um, and, um, that she, she, she doesn't want all the people around her with the same background or the same ideology. She can be, she's friends with a whole variety of people. What, what I was, and I wanted to make another point on that is that, um, it also helps expand the other people's, uh, ideology as well, being friends with people, right? Um, I made a comment a while back about the black domestic um, where without the black domestic, a lot of things that we had, we, we, we got socially is because they were working in white homes. Right. So just because like her being a, being a lesbian, being a part of by black domestic, you mean the help? Yes. The black domestic, like maids, butlers, they help. They help put into perspective. They humanize people, right? Like when you don't, when you don't interact with them. It's easy to dislike them, but when you start to interact with them, you start to understand that they're. Uh, you start to see some things, and then you like, why don't my maid treated like that? You know what I'm saying? You know, I'm not saying that they were like 100 percent treated fairly. I'm not going that way. I'm just saying that it helps expand some people now. So like. When George Bush is now talking about Ellen, he can he can say, you know what? I may not agree with Ellen politics. I may not agree with uh, I may not agree with Ellen sexuality, but 
her and her wife are a great group of uh, is a, is an awesome group of people to hang out with. You know what I'm saying? Where he becomes more open to seeing um, the a, a look for the equality, regardless of his his deep down faith, he starts to see things. Like I seen this last, I seen this two weeks ago at church. Right, my pastor almost a year ago made a statement that he just he said, "Listen, I'm not, I, I'm still struggling with women in the pulpit." Absolutely, he was like, "I'm still struggling with that," and and he says, "I, I I'm praying on it." And then last week, he announced that he was going to put one of our uh, our praise and worship leader, he was put her into um, um, ministerial school, to and he was going to let her let her start learning under him. Like that is a huge come around because she gets this. She 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 kept talking to him. She kept um, and so we're I'm I'm assuming my church is going to start to see more women be around the ministerial staff. So um, I'm just saying that when you have people around you, they help change your mind. They just help change your mind. So what, what's your thoughts, Brandon? Because I know we kind of brought this up in lieu of another topic in regards to um, sports, I guess, anchor, writer, Jason Whitlock, and it kind of just tied into like disseminating the information and how we are quick to just cast aside people just because of you know, affiliations or, um, you know, their the, the disagreements with the popular mass. So, like, what are your, some of your thoughts? Uh, in regards to what Phil and Courtney both already said, I think I'm pretty much in agreement. So, I don't think I really need to touch back on that. As far as uh, Jason Willock, you mean in regards to what he said about the NFL doing more to help black people than any other organization or something else? Well, I believe that's what we were talking about. Yeah, I know we have mentioned in, in offline uh, in regards to like some Facebook posts that, you know, was flirting around or that was circling around um, that was speaking on to Jason Whitlock. And, and I think that's what it was made, a comment he made in regards to that. And they had, you know, caused some uproar in regards to his comments and things and how they, you know, disagree with Whitlock and, you know, I mean, the same old song and dance of how him being an Uncle Tom and all that good stuff, and almost just trying to cancel him because of statements he made. So I guess what I would first say is that I used to read Jason Whitlock's column on page two on ESPN back when we was in college, so we talking about 10, 15 years ago, and then after that, he moved to, I believe, Yahoo Sports, and then now he's on uh, Speak for Yourself on fs1 and i don't frequently watch that but every once in a while i'll catch it and marcellus wiley who's a former nfl player is also on there along with some other co-stars i think lavar arrington is regularly on there and what he had said was that yeah um because uh, essentially the nfl pays a lot of people a good amount of money and we all know that a large amount of them are black how is it to say that that's not doing more for the black community? Because now they have the resources or at least potentially have the resources to go out and affect the communities in other ways, as opposed to anybody else. I think he calls them uh, Kaepernick's talking about supporters of Colin Kaepernick. And he's got a point. Now, whether I agree with him or not, I couldn't say exactly just based off of, I know he has some, outlandish opinions at least that's what he spouts on tv because uh, that's probably you know what he's paid to do 
Ain't he right? If you got money, then more opportunity than those that don't to make effective change in your community or towards issues that you feel passionate about. So. Okay. So, Phil, what do you think about in regards to that? Well, just in, in, in regards to, I mean, I know you're coming in on, like, hearing about Whitlock's statements, but to that point, but also to kind of how quick uh, a society as a whole that we are to just castigate anybody who have a dis differences of a uh, of popular opinion. Um. I mean, I don't have a problem with people that have a different opinion. That's where I got my my name Maverick from, because I kind of I kind of you know travel my own path. Or I just uh, I don't know, man. I've I've never been a fan of Jason Whitlock. I've hated dude since uh, he was in Kansas City, but um, and I don't know if he really believes some of the things that comes out of his mouth. Or if he's being paid to say it. He don't. And I didn't see these recent comments because I, I don't follow dude. Um, but as far as the subject of uh, once we get, as African-Americans, when we get money, we should do more in our community. A lot of us do do more in the community. But it's not going to make news as much as an organization doing more for a community would because you're talking about someone that has tens of millions of dollars over a career who wants to buy a few neighborhoods back in their hometown to give homes to single moms versus an organization that brings in billions who could do so much more and set up establishments that would enable the money to continue to circulate for years to come. So I don't know, man. It's kind of like an apples to oranges comparison, in my opinion. Um, but I mean, like I agree, we should do more, but that doesn't excuse other organizations from doing more as well, considering the fact that we make up majority of the league and we bring most of the money to the league. You come to see us play. If we started our own league, it's a whole nother subject about whether or not we'd be organized and strong enough to band together to do something like that. Um, if we started our own league, NFL would die. They don't have a product. We can throw the ball and run the ball. We have the better skill positions, wide receivers, DBs, all that. You know, I mean, all y'all got our linemen, and we can get linemen. That's easy. So, I don't know. I, I do think that they should do more, but it'll never happen. So, it's an empty argument. By, by all you mean. Do I mean what? I missed that. You said by y'all. All y'all got are linemen. By y'all, you mean. Oh, I mean them. Sorry. You know, if I'm, if I'm speaking to them, it's like, you got linemen. That's awesome. We have all the skill positions in our by them culture. Being... Is he asking, are you saying white people feel? Yeah, that's what he's yeah, trying to Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, it's, I mean, I'm sorry. I'll, I'll specify because I'm not afraid to say it. Yes, when you watch sports. No, no, no. it's not wrong to specify. That's the point it is. Right. 
majority of the skilled players. They're black. Same thing in the NBA. Who Who's the majority of the skilled players in the NBA? It's us. You can have ho- hockey. You can have golf sometimes. You know what I'm saying? But when you're talking about basketball, football, whatever, we make up the majority of the skilled positions. We're bringing in the money. No one's coming to see uh, so-and-so block on the line. You come to see if I can run 50 yards down the field, catch the ball, and score a touchdown. So I do have I, I do have a comment to your statement, right? Um, As a former yeah. lineman, I completely disagree with your idea that nobody's coming to see linemen block. Um, this is why you're my friend. You can be <laughs> Ellen, I can be vice versa. You know, we have different opinions. <laughs> so what I was going to say is, I think that by doing by separating the, I'm gonna go with the talent with the I'm gonna go with the talent with the with the spectators. Because uh, there are some people who are in the game that just kind of they're there because they 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 spec they're just there right. Um, mm-hmm. But I think that would be that would be a slap in the face to all those people who came before uh, before the the African Americans that play today. You know, like baseball. Jackie Robinson took a bunch of shit to integrate the uh, the um, baseball league, right? We used to have the the Negro League and things like that, and Jackie Robinson had to break that barrier. So I don't know if I agree with us separating um, separating uh, the talent and the spectators from. Um, I didn't say we should. I said if we did, the money would be gone. Yeah, I definitely, I definitely agree with that. Uh oh. So I do. I messed up. To wrap this up, my final thoughts is, and I pretty much this is consensus just to bring it full circle, that I think your friends are your friends and they differ because it, A, helps you grow and B, it increases your knowledge base because you don't need yes-men around you, or at least you shouldn't have a, a, a pool of yes-men around you because um, there's no benefit to you as a person and your personal growth. Um, in regards to, you know, the things that Jason Whitlock said and his information, um, I think I'm with everybody. Like, I never really cared for Jason Whitlock. I mean, you know, a broken clock is right twice a day. I mean, he, he does make points at time, but at the same time, like, I never really cared for his rhetoric he spilled. And he could be doing it for shock value just to get paid billions of dollars to go on TV and be like, yeah, Uncle Tom, I'll cool. I'll be that. Call me Ruckus. So what? I'm getting millions, and I'm going to get my Maserati with my new hair plugs. So what do I care? But, you know, I just think that's dangerous, especially having a platform like that in the media. Um, and to spew that kind of information, whether you're, you know, if you don't wholeheartedly believe it or you do or you don't, I think what he says sometimes is a bit um, inflammatory and dangerous. Um, with that said, kind of brings me transition to our next topic, which is in regards to how people consume uh, information and how they consume uh, news and, and current events. So let me ask y'all, just starting off real quick, 15 seconds, round robin. Starting off with uh, Brandon, how do you receive your news information? Uh, Give me I your top five. I... Say that again? Give me your top five ways you consume information. So when I was younger, I used to read uh, the Times or the Journal or whatever online. And then I used to read like Yahoo News or whatever, uh, Google News. But now, to be honest, I probably just get it mostly either from somebody saying something which don't even happen all that often given my line of work or somebody posting something on Facebook and then I 
kind of try to go back from what they said and then follow up. Smitty, um, I get mine from CNN, Fox, um, Yahoo News. I still, uh, and I, I do a lot of uh, the Apple News kind of uh, blurbs. I use those to kind of help guide some of the things I should look at. Uh, but I'm definitely a I'm definitely a CNN like prime source. If CNN says it, I'm kind of that's my prime source. And then I go over and switch over to what Fox is saying. Sometimes I read what Fox is saying about the same topic, so I can get kind of a both spin on it, and then I can formulate my own opinion. Yeah. Fuck Fox. Um, I get my news source. Uh, my news sources are uh, BBC News, CNN, Fox, social media, and Pornhub ads. Pornhub ads? I'm obviously hey, joking about Hey, by BBC News, it's been. Uh, British Broadcasting Channel, or did you mean some other kind of BBC? News? Big Black. <laughs> I can't stand this dude. Big Black. Listen, so I'm pretty much in the consistent. Well, I I watch local news recently. I just started, but that's because I live with my mother-in-law, and so she watches it, which has helped me keep informed what happens in the Chicago area where we live. Um, I use mm-hmm. social media, so I like social media online, like the Young Turks. I look at them. NPR, I listen to NPR a lot on the radio. Um, and CNN. Um, and yeah, I use my Google Discovery when it pops up in my news feed, you know, different articles and topics, uh, the post, you know, it just, it just depends on how soon. But so I think just about everybody says some form of social media in regards to how they consume information. What are y'all feeling in regards to being getting your news information from? Uh, like social media, like Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Like, what are y'all thoughts, feelings, concerns in regards to that? You think it's healthy to get your social media from that? I mean, your information from social media. You think it's dangerous? Like, what, what are your thoughts? I just want to say I don't get my news from social media. This is uh, Courtney. Hey, do you have a Twitter account? I don't use Twitter to get news. Though. Do you have a Twitter account? Do you follow people on Twitter? Yeah, but I don't use it. Do you comment? I, I, I don't follow anybody on Twitter. No. Yeah, but you just you just said social media already. I don't I don't use social media to get news. I don't. I so don't, they're not. They're, it's not a, to me. They're not a news source. Why is it? Uh, Why not? What is a news source? Uh, a news outlet like the New York Times, Washington Post, CNN, Fox News. A news source. I believe and that they're social media because what was that? They're credible because uh, they have standards. They have journalistic standards. Fox News has standards. They do. They got rid of the old boy that was uh, making false statements. They have standards. Well, I mean, to go to go with that statement, though, I mean, your comment, I believe it was last week, is the media leaving the sheep. To slaughter. I know. I'm just talking about this. So that you know, your media, like, wouldn't the masses or the people being in control of their own media be a more, I don't know, organic or home so a source other no. than those who are, have a corrupt agenda? No, this is why. So I watched, I don't know if y'all have seen a great, a great hack on um, um, Netflix, but if y'all do, go ahead and watch it. 
but they talked about like how people can how how people can drive propaganda on social media, right? So if you're following a lot of um, a lot of white supremacists or or white kind of ads, right? They can start to target your social media because really Instagram is used to target you to do things, right? Like they have ads that are specifically for you. Like I search something, I search Scott Porter some things for my beard, and I get a Scott Porter ad every fifth ad, right? Yeah. I search and and um and uh and I'm just saying that based on based on how technology works, stuff can be driven towards your inbox or your feed to inflame you a little bit to keep you to keep you looking at those things on a consistent basis. Right. So um, I'm not a uh, a super supportive of social media. Now, I think social media is good for your for your um, your root based information. If you have a if you have something you want to have more people, if you want to get more information about things that are around your ideology. But I think that you need to expand beyond social media. And I don't think social media should be your source as 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 news i think it's i think i like how brandon put it and he says he listens to that information and then he goes back to find additional information for it not saying social media is his news source he doesn't come and say oh i saw this on social media so it must be true he goes and researches that information but shouldn't you do the same i was about to like your ass up if you ain't say that but I mean, shouldn't you do that with all, regardless of whether it's social media? Should you do that with all news sources that you receive? Or should, should Fox News or CNN be the end all be all? To, to should that just be what you should run and go with once you hear it there? I think uh, you. I think you can run and go with it more so from those news outlets than you could go for and run it from a social media source because people people get stuff misconstrued secondhand. Um, retweet things that only part of it, you know what I'm saying? Like, like these are, um, I think that you have to find, you have to find some credible source that you consider credible. I don't necessarily say that everybody has to consider credible, but you have to consider credible. If social media is your credible source and that's what you're going to use as facts, uh, I'm, I'm just, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's just oh. like, you know, it's, to me, social, social media, media like, ain't incredible. Huh? My social media ain't been credible since Facebook let nine.edu people on. So the who? The non.edu people on. So essentially So essentially you said they ain't educated enough <laughs> on your Facebook page to right? Get up. Get up. Um yeah, pretty much. Well, here's the thing. Oh my it's not that you're not educated, because I have plenty of people. Actually, I have quite a few friends that are smarter than I am, and they don't have degrees. The, but here's the thing. What I find is that those who did not go through the path of college oftentimes read one source, and they really don't read it. They skim it. They log on. They create a status with a lot of anger and they don't have all of the facts. So let's take police shootings, for instance. You, I can log on. Hey, wait, wait, I got a better one wait. than police shootings. Huh? You said what? You said I got a better one than police shootings. All right, go. What you just give, said. 
right, shoot. No, 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 I mean, I'm gonna let you take it, but oh. but no. So you can, you can take something like that, and you'll get like 20 different accounts as to what happened with small details. But what people don't realize is those small details matter in the totality of circumstances. But when you skim an article or uh, you skim a post from Instagram on the shade room and and come to Facebook and say, did y'all know this happened? And it's like, that's really not what happened. I just read like seven news sources and that's not what happened. That's what I mean. So it's not that they're they're undereducated. They're just it's almost like they're news reporters in a way where they want to be quick to post. Like, I got to be first to say something about this. But you hey, were first. To yes, they are news reporters. And that's what I was trying to get Smitty to say is why is it that the New York Times is credible or the Wall Street Journal or CNN and not whoever down the street? Well, the, 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 this is what I'm getting at. Keisha used to be credible, but now we don't, we, the, all the Keisha's out there ain't credible no more. But I just said it in my statement, though, Brandon. It's not, it's not that they're not news reporters because uh, of what they report. It's the fact that they're so focused on being first to report anything a lot of times it's incorrect. I mean, yeah, I didn't say you ain't saying. I just wanted you to make the point that Smitty did yeah. make that he almost did. But they're not really. I can't. I wouldn't consider them news reporters either because they're not report. They're not even attempting to report accurate uh, news in, in any way. They're they don't, right. they don't have a, they don't they don't have rules on retraction, right? They can say whatever. Well, so that was my question. My question wasn't whether they was. What you just said, Phil, but mm -hmm. why are those sources credible and not all them other people? I said it. They got the news people have standards. These people don't. And then I was like, Fox News got yeah, there's, there's, there's the, the, the Here's the thing. The backlash is much more costly for a news station to blatantly report BS versus Keisha posting on her Facebook for likes. Yeah. Because they fired, they they suspended Brian Williams for for like oh over a year for him making false statements. Yeah, no one's getting suspended on Facebook because they posted for likes because they said you know blase splee and it was like oh I got a hundred likes off of that. The information could be wrong, but because you have a hundred like minded people and you're posting for dopamine releases, and I just need to hurry up and get some likes and so let me be first to post this so everybody can like this. There's no repercussions for that if you posted some bullshit. We see that every day. Well, I mean, I get that because that's like all of a sudden you get somebody obituary and you're like, oh man, this person died, but they died like 17 years ago. And all of a sudden, or they didn't die. They or they didn't die. Or they didn't die. Because we've seen that where it's like, man, my, that rapper died. And it's like, dude, he, he just released a single last week. What are you talking about? <laughs> so. Well, Brandon, what are you, what are your thoughts? Like, what are your thoughts on? on I mean, you, you kind of been touching on everybody else's points they've made so far. What's some of your thoughts about just how you, how you consume it versus the masses? And uh, and, and like, uh, do you have a problem with people using social media um, as a way or a launching pad to you know get into certain topics or um, push them forward? Right. So. Speaking on what Phil kind of just addressed maybe, I don't know, 30 seconds ago, the idea of yellow journalism is what I was trying to get at. When somebody says something is just for uh, notoriety or for 
it's inflammatory just to get people to pay attention to him. Like, yeah. I don't know, a Chicago-based rapper saying and George Bush doesn't like black people. Or saying that, that a Chicago-based rapper saying that slavery is a choice. Who said that? Kanye West. Right? I think that was, I think that was rhetorical. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, we, we all are familiar with this. What I was trying to get at is that, so we talk about whoever in them down the street, you heard this, you heard that, hearsay, libel, slander, whatever. Uh, why is it that somebody that saw something isn't necessarily credible, but we're willing to just accept what Fox News or CNN or HLN or Pornhub ads or <laughs> you know YouTube or whatever like and incredible. why is it that we're willing to accept those if we all understand or probably understand that the media is controlled by a small number of people at least the mass media and so then why aren't we looking for those small independent sources to corroborate or, or validate something that we heard or read uh, Smitty brought it up, and like I said, I was gonna get after him if he didn't. But what I was trying to get at is that you might hear something through the grapevine, whether that actually be literally hearing it or reading it on your Instagram, your Twitter, your Facebook, or whatever. And then from there, you go, Okay, is this credible information? And then what means do I have to verify that? Because more often than not, we're not gonna see the sources that any of those major news outlets are citing unless they go to court. So we don't actually know if they're engaging in yellow journalism, sensationalism. So that leads to murky territory. I think Phil was kind of trying to get at that earlier, is that it's dangerous when you rely on just one source and you don't follow back up and yeah. corroborate. So, I mean, but I don't think it's a problem that if everybody's concerned about barbecue Becky or whatever her name was attributed to her, or uh, I probably wouldn't have even known about the Botham Jean incident, catastrophe, tragedy, if it were not for social media bringing up the, hey, yo, you're not there, but this is what's happening in my community, and it probably relates to your community because Virginia Beach or Metro Detroit or uh, the greater Atlanta area ain't all that different from Dallas-Fort Worth or certain parts of Southern California, right? All right. Make up, make up to be more similar. Urban environments. Hey, but to go back at something that Phil said earlier, so in regards to, I know this is off the topic, but what you mean... You, Ain't nobody coming to see Lyman throw blocks. Ain't nobody coming to see Lyman, Brandon. I'm sorry. So it's a passing league. Ain't no, don't nobody care about y'all. Because when you say that, that's when I get in my feelings. Because my mama used to come to my football. No game one cares to... about y'all. It's a passing league. And she used to. She used to leave at halftime after the band played because she didn't care about <laughs> me playing. Even though I was the third man in defensive tackle rotation, like, Ma, where you at? Oh, I went home. The band played. That's all I cared about. Huh? Now, don't get me wrong. I care about it, but that's as a former player. But the, the average player, they don't hey, even know. You know, my mama. Teams. 
You said what, Brandon? What was that last part? So you know my mama. Are you? <laughs> <laughs> Nobody said that too much about my mama. <laughs> oh, gosh, dog. Like, like, mama didn't even care. So, all right, well, that's... I appreciate your thoughts, fellas, on that. Um, and again, like I said, you know, I, you know, I, I think we all kind of agree. You know, definitely more than one source is the way to go. And you know, consuming news, however you consume it, definitely fact check. Uh, whoever the credible, uncredible source it may be. So let's move into something a little bit, a little bit, a little more lighthearted. You know, let's just a little bit more jovial out here. Let's talk about as near and dear to our heart. And that's the 90s. We had been growing up during the 90s. So we all remember great shows like Darkwing Duck. I bet half of us can still sing the theme song. Come on, let's get dangerous. Darkwing Duck. Okay. <laughs> but, uh, Power Rangers. Always wanted to be a black ranger that got beat up all the time. <laughs> that's the case we behind that, too. Uh, but so, okay, let's see. Uh, Smitty, you're gonna start us off on this one. Give me some of your childhood memories, things you missed, celebrity crush you had from the 90s. I miss Dollar. <laughs> you missed what? what? I'm Shit, sorry, say that again for the listeners. You missed who? I miss Dollar. And, and please can explain what dial up is. You had so, so you had to, uh, so you had to dial a number from the phone line from a a landline phone and a landline. I explained this whole thing out. They don't know what number this. You just want to bring it up. What's a landline phone? <laughs> a landline phone was a phone that was installed in your house through wires that um, uh, your parents paid enough. Pay had to have two services. They had to have a local service and a long distance service. And uh, and so dial up. You had to use the phone. You had to plug your computer into a phone jack and you had to dial a number to get on a, to online. Which you know, we a modem, huh? A modem. Yeah, you have to have a modem. You have to modem in your computer, though. That. Um. Uh, well, the time you didn't have a modem in your computer, you had a separate modem box that you plugged into your computer. Yeah, you did have that too. Yeah. Um. So why is it that you missed Dollar? I, I was throwing, I was throwing jokes out there. Like I missed Dollar, but I really don't. Um. But no, I miss. I actually the one thing I do miss from the '90s, and I do miss um, American Online Instant Messenger. Like, yeah. I do miss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I miss the instant- we would all log into it too by nine thirty. Yeah, yeah I, I miss Instant Messenger. Um, a lot of messages got sent out around this time talking about <laughs> hey, the door between Acres and Hubbard is up. anyway. Go ahead. No, never mind. <laughs> um, I uh, I miss I miss that. Um, I missed the um, I missed the TV shows. There were some really good TV shows growing up that the content now isn't there, but we had some really good shows growing up, especially cartoons. I'm at the, I'm like I am a definitely a a uh, a Ducktales fan in a in the um in the uh, Tailspins. I love them two shows. Okay, um, growing up. Um, and I was, I was, uh, and then, um, and then what, uh, what else do I miss in the nineties? So I miss president Clinton from the nineties. 
<laughs> you know, so something came up the other day in regard. Like I was talking to my wife the other day, and she was like, she was at a conference and a women's conference, and they was like, she was like, this generation will never know that Hillary Clinton, or this generation doesn't know that Hillary Clinton's husband was once president. But they only know the Clinton name because of her and not because her husband was president at some point. Are you serious? Yeah. Like the 25 and under? Which, I mean, makes sense. They didn't know. I mean, by the time they were able to vote, it would be like this election and the last Obama election. So, I mean, if you didn't really have somebody talking about it, how would you know? Oh. Um. So okay, what was, give me one celebrity crush, and I'm move on to Brandon. Um, one celebrity crush that was from the '90s. Um, I would have to go with um, Monica. Senior, yeah. I can see. And and, 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 uh, and um, I'm not gonna steal fields. I let him have it. You don't know what my '90s crush is. Who is it? I got a real quick question. Listen, before we go there, I got a real quick question. Whatever happened to Judy? Why she go upstairs and never come back down? Who? Oh. Judy, <laughs> she go upstairs and never come back down. The next thing I know, she was on Sugar Walls 8. Because <laughs> she stayed up in the bedroom with R. Kelly. Hashtag Pornhub. She was on Sugar Walls 8. All right, so Brandon, what's something, uh, give me some childhood memories, things you missed, and celebrity crush. So, shout out to Reagan Gomez. Preston, wherever she at, yeah. Over the Parenthood. Yes. Uh, oh, wait, that, ooh, that's a throwback. Yes. Shout out, shout out to Maya Campbell on in the house, wherever she at. Oh, well, she out doing cracking, giving hand jobs at the local Walmart. Wow. Shout out to Myra from Family Matters. Uh, there we go. She's gone. I'm doing one, or yeah. we doing a bunch? Well, I mean, hey, we hey, ain't just my time. Yet. My bad, my bad, brother. Once we get the green, we kick him off. Oh, word, that's how it is. Well, I can just start naming off yours, and you're gonna keep a grin. I go with Jennifer Love Hewitt and Panga. Yep, yep, let me go. Panga's still bad. Hey, for a reverse one, though, I still fucking hate Winnie Cooper. I cannot remember Winnie Cooper clear. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Um, no wonder you Yeah. Fuck that bitch. Wow. He could have had Becky Slater or uh-huh. any of the other ones. But he was stuck on her. Stuck on stupid. <laughs> so, okay. So that's your crush. What's some of the things you missed? About the 90s? Yeah. I remember I missed the, uh, the Big Big Cheese from Little Caesars when you could get the ones for 888, because, like, me and my brothers, if anybody don't know, I got four brothers, and then my sister was at the house, too, as well. And we would get all our paper route money together, and we would buy a big, big cheese pizzas from Little Caesars on Friday nights, because our parents didn't give us allowance, because that's why we had paper routes. But uh, I miss those big, big cheeses, and I miss going to uh, Video One and picking out movies or video games. You said what? I said Blockbuster was definitely the shit. Yeah. Well, we used to go to Video 1. We didn't have Blockbuster money. Oh, we used to go to Hollywood Video, too. Hollywood. Yeah. Hollywood Video was the shit. I used to couldn't wait to get a game from Hollywood to play. 
Y'all get for you? That's the Nintendo game. Oh man, when they come out, that's free. This is free. I mean, the new releases from the video. I miss Arbor Drugs. Oh, drugs. And I miss Armor Jack. Armor Jack. I know, I, and I'm I sorry. I'm sorry I'm taking your time, but I miss Chakra's World. Wow. <laughs> uh, I miss this Alice have- 29 and 2 for 50. I think that's still good. Yeah. It probably But I ain't done that since the late 90s, so. Yeah. All right. Uh, Monrico, what's the, what about you? From the 90s, what do I miss? Uh, hip hop. Um, yes, yes. Reach. I miss uh, R and B. Yes. Uh, <laughs> R&B today ain't bad. Huh? R and B today ain't bad. Nothing tops nineties R and B. Nothing. Nah. Um. Yeah. I'll- no, uh, yeah, I, not yeah. Nineties, nineties will always be in my heart. Nineties R&B will always be in my heart. Um, what else do I miss? That's I miss hey, I'm sorry long. to interrupt you, Phil, but okay. is new edition eighties R&B or nineties R&B? Uh, I more in eighties. I would say eighties. A lot of the hits came from the eighties. Yeah, I would put them more in the eighties. So now, how many of your good nineties R&B is actually nineties R&B, or is they probably actually late eighties R&B that? Transferred to nineties R and B. Well, I, I, Drew Hill. A lot of the was in the nineties, though. I say 80s, 90s, because I do still listen to some old stuff that my mom's put me up on. So I say eighties. Yeah. Like who? Like, well, 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 I, I mean, you got she put my mom. She put me up on Luther, Babyface, Anita Baker, like this, Babyface. Yeah, this this is Phil time. Let him. Let him. Um, I miss a lot of the. Anybody ask you, Smitty? Shut uh, up. I like I miss a lot of the kids' commercials. Like for all the toys, like Crossfire and uh and Simon and Skip It. Oh Skip It. Skip It I miss Toys of Rust. I miss the popcorn you cooked on the uh, stove with the that in the little aluminum foil joint. Yeah. I never do that. Um I miss uh Discovery yeah, Zone. Discovery Zone. Easy Discovery Zone is like Jeepers and all that other stuff. I miss yeah, Major I, Magic. Um, I know y'all remember Major Magic. Yeah, of course. Um, I miss mean, a lot of stuff I miss about the 90s, yo. Um, as far as my 90s crush, um, Aaliyah. Yeah. Um, Stacey Dash when she was black. <laughs> and, <laughs> and Lark Voorhees before she looked like yeah. a Barbie doll. Yeah, those are my three '90s crushes. I mean, talking I about Lark Voorhees or her Revitalago? Huh? Talking about Lark Voorhees and her Revitalago, or Stacey Dash and her Revitalago? Well, they both got Vitalago, not Revitalago, right? <laughs> <laughs> no relation. <laughs> that, that was it. Those are those are my. Nothing top okay. to look at though, because if you if you look good and you could dance, like I was sold. So, so listen, what's yours? So listen, I'm, I'm I'm gonna tell you mine real quick. My things I missed from the '90s is I missed uh, the new dance show, and okay. I know that's local. So, but it, 
new dance show was the shit to come on after school. You watch everybody getting and and just doing wild ass dances with everybody, like somebody teacher now. It's yeah. probably like principal and stuff we work with now that was getting wild on the new dance show. Mm-hmm. Uh, I missed uh, the dinosaurs. The not the mama was the shit. That was one of the funniest <laughs> things. Dinosaurs. Uh, what else I missed? Um, I missed uh, Crooked Eyes, the fruit juice that was in the bottle that the pe- that to us, like St. Eyes, but it was like nothing but sugar water to help us get to ready when we got older to start drinking alcohol. I missed Penny Candy Stores because that was just the shit. Took a dollar and you came back with like eight jawbreakers, some lemon heads, some Mike and Ikes. You know, just I just missed those type of things. Uh, I miss oh celebrity crush. Y'all pretty much y'all kind of name my celebrity crushes out there. Like Jennifer Love, he was to this day. I'm still in love with. Don't forget Sarah Michelle Geller. I mean, you said Myra. Uh-oh. Listen, Sarah Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Come on, bro. Wow. And then I miss night. I miss ninety cartoons. I mean, I miss Dawson Creek because I don't want to wait <laughs> for our lives to be over. <laughs> uh, what else is up hey, the hey, hey, was, was you a Joey or was you a, a, a Dawson or Pacey or Dawson? I mean, oh Pacey. Oh, I was definitely uh, Pacey. Dawson was real. <laughs> <laughs> I was definitely pacing. Uh, I think that's pretty much. I'm trying to see what else I miss. I miss I miss chat rooms. I miss chat rooms, and I, I miss uh, like you know, uh, playing games online when uh, when they would like dial up. You heard that 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 wild ass alien sound that you was like, yeah, I'm about to get to the dial up. I'm about to get on to somebody. All you hear is some staticky voice because somebody picked up the phone on the other end. So now you got to start that whole count over. And last but not least, even though I was about to sound crazy, I miss cartridge video games. You got to blow in them and pray to God to the video game guys. <laughs> hope they work. Hoss <laughs> <laughs> watching you waving it back and hoping to God that shit work when you put it in. Man, I have I have a bunch of stuff. Do not do. I have so I have so I have a Super Nintendo, a Nintendo. Uh, I have a. Uh, um, a Dreamcast, a Sega Genesis. Uh, I have all these things, and to this day, I still, when I play my Nintendo, I have to blow into the cartridge, and it starts to work. Like I don't know what it is about blowing into it, but it will start to work. And it, it always, you hit the button, you have to hit it, hit reset about six times, then it come on. Like oh my god, I, like it, you have to grow up with that stuff to know how to make that stuff work. The fact that they said on there, and don't forget what else you got, Smitty. What? I said, don't forget what else you got. What's that? In the 90s, a preschool education, uh, elementary school education, and a middle school education. Yeah, you, yeah, that was nice. Damn. Don't make us feel old. We was, it was nostalgic. You just went depressed. Yeah, I'm kind of, yeah, I'm depressed and I need a drink. Damn, like you know, we remember that was back in the day. Um, and then I'm gonna I'm close out with this one. Y'all remember you said you remember you remember y'all remember the the number nine one one at the end. Y'all know what that means? What? Oh, what nine one one mean at the end? 
Well, you got a page. Your mama pays you nine one one. Oh, I forgot about pages. <laughs> I miss pages. I totally forgot about pages. God, Man, we old. Pages came out in the eighties. I miss pages. <laughs> you can actually have one. The very first phone I had was a voice stream account. You all had pages, man. Where you had the page, and that, and that, like if you, there were two different. You had a pager and you had a beeper. The beeper only allowed numbers, and you had remember you put you put super stuff in there. You used uh -huh. to put the like, put, like uh, three hundred four in there, uh, <laughs> eight oh oh, eight oh eight seven uh, three five five. Wow. Moveless. <laughs> wow! Why did he remember that? Hey, remember you used to change the case until you got the clear boy with the blue case? <laughs> Your lights on it? Uh, you got the lights? Okay, okay. We, we, we got to switch off. We got to switch off. <laughs> All right, so to round this out, which I know this is going to take us another 30, 38 hours because everybody might disagree on this topic, but to go, go into it, let me hear y'all top five movies of all time. I ain't got no top five movies, dog. I got movies I like. I'm not a movie person, though. So name five movies you like, and then we'll tell you that they shit. Ready to hold back, dog. Uh, who ain't first, man? I'm sorry. Wait, wait, wait. Who ain't went yet? You, you go first. Why going first? Go going first. We gonna go first. Brussin, go first. Uh, top five movies of all time. Let's see. Let me let me just think about it real quick. So, uh, Grease is one of them. Uh, The Color Purple. Beverly Hills Cop. Time out. Did you say Color Purple? Yeah, Color Purple. Shit. Wait, what? Did you say Grease? Grease is the word, is the word. It got food. Hey, let them finish. Oh, let him let him finish. Top five. <laughs> I was going to say Grease. What? what are you talking about? Listen. Oh, uh, Harlem Nights. Because Harlem Nights is funnier than coming to America. Uh, and. Uh, there's a, the prime I'm example I'm of young journalism right there. <laughs> specifically as an incendiary comment, because you know I'm gonna say coming to America. <laughs> okay, go ahead, Brandon. You go. Yeah, and uh, Matrix is my last one. Brandon, you next. So you are the aforementioned and uh, Desperado. <laughs> my favorite movie, Desperado, with Antonio Banderas and Sama Hayek. That's dope. I like El Mariachi better, but okay. El Mariachi is good too, but it's not better than Desperado. Forrest Gump, Malcolm X, and what are, I got to name five. I, I don't think I would have considered this before right now, but I'm going to go with Gladiator. I really love that movie. Gladiator is Joaquin Phoenix just came back into notoriety, and I'm right. thinking about Comet is the Merciful, so yeah, yeah, I'll go with that. If that was five. Yeah. Right. So, Phil? I ain't got no top five. I'm not a movie person. Just name five movies you like. No. Man, I'm going to keep going for Phil. I know by the end of this podcast, they're not going Good to be five. And Smitty. 
All I'm gonna just end up naming five movies on top of my head. Okay. Well, listen, let's let's really go, and then we're gonna go back to my incendiary comedy earlier. So, my top five, um, number one would be Casino. I freaking love Casino. I've owned that on every medium. I've had it on. I got it on iTunes. I got it all that. I got every medium on Casino. Hey, why did you say all these mediums that don't exist no more? <laughs> I got it on VHS. I got it. <laughs> Don't make me go down the basement. I'll go get the VHS right now. All right, what's up? What's up? <laughs> um, my second, uh, I would say Lion King. Wow. Um, I love the Lion King. Um, Fault Fiction. Right. Uh, that's, Wait, that's say one. that one again? Fault Fiction. What? Pulp Fiction is good. That's good. Ain't no wrong with that. Oh, I just ain't here. That's what you said, Pulp Fiction. All right. Pulp Fiction. Um, what else I like? Uh, I like um, Die Hard with the Vengeance, and uh, okay, this movie is a little, a little obscure, uh, but it's called it's called Hollow Point with Donald Sutherland. Uh, I, 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 it's just something about the movie that that made, I, I like. Watch, it. I, I bought it. And, oh, um, Hollow Point. Yeah, it's it's a little obscure, so y'all probably don't know it. But I, I'm not saying that it's a, everybody's top five, but I like those are my top five. So okay, I appreciate that. But look, I want to get to the topics real quick. Oh, I want to get talk about the top five thing. I want to talk about just some just some just some uh, movie things that we all discussed and that I want I want to clear up real quick. So first though is well, lean on me. I got that lean on me. First off is Die Hard a Christmas movie. Yeah, Die Hard is what? It's yes. Die Hard movie. No, oh, I don't know. Yeah. Only Die Hard was a Christmas movie. Why not Die Hard? That was Christmas. Wait, uh, oh, Die Hard one was Christmas. Yeah, Die Hard one and two are Christmas movies. Yes. Why not? Man? Why not Christmas movie? I don't know. I don't. I don't <laughs> know. Let, me, let me say this, right? I think that Hard, I think that you they have Christmas themes in them, but I don't know if I would consider a Christmas movie. Well, wouldn't Christmas themes in a movie make it a Christmas movie? No, because I think like if you think about Jingle All the Way, right? That's all about Christmas. Where this just the movie didn't happen to take place at a Christmas party, but it's really you could watch it any time of year and stress the fact that they had Christmas in. It. But that's the same yeah. with Jingle All the Way. No, you can't take you, if you take out anything Christmas. It doesn't make sense. But if I take right. out the Christmas party, I can be a regular a regular business party. And it'd right. be fine. Right. But I think the Christmas theme, make it a Christmas movie. No, I know. It has the Christmas theme. No. It came out around that time. No. And it, it has came out in July. No. If I take out if I take out the fact is that let, let, let me let me put it this way. If I take out the Christmas theme in Die Hard, Die Hard's still Die Hard, right? It's still about him. Um, saving his saving his people in a, in an office building, but he was and, only saving them because he was in the Christmas spirit. Wait, stop. <laughs> what I'm saying is, when I do Jingle All the Way, if I'm fighting for a toy mid year, doesn't make sense. You do your kid's birthday could be mid year. Everybody's birthday ain't at the same time though. We ain't talking about everybody talking about. We talking about his kid's birthday. It, it wouldn't. That wouldn't make sense. Well. 
Brandon said yes. But that's all that matters at this point. I got my yes I wanted, so. Brandon, you should retract your statement. What statement? That that hurts a Christmas movie. Hey, first off, I want to say I was surprised that I think you actually have good taste in movies. (laughs) 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 Well, I know about you putting Lion King on, but, you know, outside of that. Okay, so. You don't like the Lion King? I, I do, but as a top five movie hey, all time, if you were going, yeah, if you were going to put five movies in a vault, or in one of them little stupid time uh, capsules in the ground, Lion you said would be Lion one of, King would be one of them. Lion King, one of them. Listen, let me tell you, everybody loves Lion King. I've seen Lion King in, I've seen Lion King on 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 theater. I've seen it on stage. I've seen it's a it talking one. fucking lion. <laughs> I'm a Leo. I love fucking lions. So fuck you. You love you love doing what to lions? Exactly. Wow. All right. Maybe we can revisit that. Whoa. My next one, and then start wrapping this up. My next one is what I said, which Brandon already addressed. Which one is the fun in your movie? Harlem Nights are coming to America. Phil. Phil. Is a better, I'm not a movie person. Why do y'all keep asking me movies? Have you seen both movies? Nope. You haven't seen which one? <laughs> not neither. You haven't seen Coming to America? Nope. Get out you of here. Know Who in that, Jim Carrey? Get out of here. Who's in it? Hey. Oh, my God. but... Smitty got voted on the island, and I think you might be back in the racial draft. You're no longer going to be allowed to talk yourself in after. You don't answer this question correctly. Hey, you better stop playing. I don't understand. Brandon, what's your thought? Which one? Which one? Stop playing. Which one of them you seen? Neither. Get out of here. We listen. We ain't stopping Phil. We about to get off this. Real big. What, Brandon, what's yours? I've seen them. I can't pick, dog. Why do I have Come to pick? Come on, man. All right, there we go. Now you've seen them. So go through them. Which one's funnier? They're both now, Which awesome. one's better? Which one's funnier? They're both awesome. Which one do you spend the entire movie laughing? Or sometimes you just be thinking that, oh, that's messed up. Or that's funny. But you don't actually laugh out loud and start rolling on the ground and spazzing out and pissing your pants and shit. Um, I don't know. Come on, stop playing. You got an opinion <laughs> on everything. We ain't got time for this. Brandon, what's yours? You already know what mine is. All right, set it. Why? Honestly, why? <laughs> Come on, Mr. Chandler. Hey, no you got an opinion on everything. <laughs> you cannot weigh in on this. Why, Brandon? Why would? I, why are you like? Why do you think Comments America is funnier than Harlem Nights? That's a stupid question. <laughs> <laughs> well, give me your stupid answer. I'm not giving a stupid answer. Hey, look, if you want to make an assumption, brother, that's on you. No, nah, I want. I want an answer from you because you swear up and down that Coming to America is funnier than Harlem Nights. Because it is, but that's a matter of fact. Oh, by whose definition of fact? 
That's a stupid question, too. Because it's your Come opinion? On, Come what on, up? Phil. What? what you got? I have to say this. Harlem Knight is more quoted than coming to America. Now, get out of here. It is. Um, because of the Buster Rhymes video? Huh? Because of the Buster Rhymes video? No. Just the fact is that uh, just uh, just like uh, people saying, you know, people say stuff like, uh, only thing I'm going to steal out here today is your face. You know, like, you accuse me of stealing. You're going to be the nine-toe bitch in Harlem. Yeah. Uh, uh, people oh, wait, 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 wait. What'd you say, Phil? I just say, yeah. Yeah. So are you starting to weigh in so, on this? Okay, so let me tell you. I'm not going to tell you what I say yeah to. Y'all both done. There we go. I'm, I'm tired of talking to y'all. So, no, listen, so uh, I do believe, I do believe, I'm a Harlem Knights diehard, like, absolutely. I know, I know, coming, I know diehard, I'm diehard. I know Harlem Knights and, like, forwards and backwards. Yeah. But I understand where people are coming from, where coming to America is funnier. Because, because it is. Sexual, listen, <laughs> sexual chocolate. That whole part. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He said, he said, that boy good. That boy good. <laughs> that boy is good. <laughs> I didn't say that guy quotable because he was like, your mama called me cash. I'm going to call him cash. <laughs> right? No. I'm going to say, listen, with Eddie Murphy, all Eddie Murphy character was, I'm going to have to say that coming to America was funny. I'm about to say it's funnier than Harlem Knights. Oh, that is the <laughs> last of me. Goddamn turncoat. Anyway, <laughs> thank you for coming on. I appreciate you. Shout out to Phil for being our special guest this week. As always, um, I appreciate you. Please. Hey, 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 hey. Before you finish this, how much money do you think coming to America made? Here we go. Here we uh, go. Uh, Let's talk to the people about think- this one. How much money? Let's see. Coming to America probably made just in theaters, or are we just talking about overall the length of its time being out. Box office, three hundred million. And Harlem Nights, one probably ninety-eight, a hundred. So three times. What that mean? I'm just. Asking as a statement of fact, why can't I see Phil again now? I don't know. Well, listen, by that rationale, then that means blue face. No, 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 no. no. Now you're making an assumption. No, no, you're not making an assumption. You going off the fact you making an assumption. You got you going off the fact that it's so more it makes it a funnier movie. What happens when you make an assumption? You just said it. You said as a matter of fact that. One made three times as much money as the other one? Yes. Yes. That's what I'm saying. And what I'm saying is, Blueface album, when it first came out, store more copies than Reasonable Doubt. Okay. That's all I'm saying. What okay. sold more copies than Reasonable Doubt? Blueface. Exactly. What? Blueface. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Wait, what? Uh, you talking about a Jay Z album compared to another Jay Z album? Blue uh, a Jay Z album to 
an obscure rapper album that happened to sell more. That's apples to oranges. We talking about an Eddie Murphy movie to an Eddie Murphy movie. And an Eddie Murphy movie that came out after a more successful Eddie Murphy movie. Well, then Blueprint 2 sold more copies. <laughs> a reasonable doubt. It might be a better album. I actually think Blueprint is a better album, personally. Ain't it a double CD? Blueprint no, not, not Blueprint 1. Blueprint 2 Blueprint is. Blueprint 2. Blueprint 2. Yeah. Blueprint, I actually think Blueprint 1 is better than Reasonable Doubt, personally. All night. Yeah, I know, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get off. I'm tired of looking at y'all, personally. <laughs> uh, so, let's again, say bye. I, I was trying to. You cut me off. I, I, I done brought up the long kiss goodnight like three times, brother. See you so, later, Umption. Well, I'm good night. Listen, peace out. I appreciate y'all. As always, follow us on social media. Fuck your feelings. Fuck underscore yo underscore feelings. Thank y'all for listening. Peace.